That one's for you, Andrew. You know who that is. Welcome back. This is a fan cave. You got Ryan with Drives at Mile High. Special guest over here. Just join me in studio getting everything set up. We have Anillo over here. What's up, my man? How you doing? I am good. It's a uh, Thursday. I can't believe it's September already. Oh, yeah. Isn't there a Green Day song? There is a Green Day song. Wake me up when, when September when September ends, baby. Oh, I mean, it's uh, at the end of the month, I guess. Here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, I like woke up this morning and I was like, wow, like August is over. It's Labor Day weekend in a couple days. Like, here we are, man. Turn the page to football season. So September 1, 2022, you woke up to some... Well, what'd you say? Incredible news? Yeah, I think it's definitely incredible news for Broncos country. Uh, certainly good news for the Denver sports scene as a whole. And it's not that it caught me off guard. I think we all knew that the contract extension was, you know, somewhat in the works. But uh, yeah, big time deal. What is it? A seven year contract extension? I want to say six, seven years right around there is going to keep him in uh, in the Denver Broncos uniform for quite some time, Mr. Russell Wilson. And, you know, man, it's uh, it's a new era of Bronco football. He did say he wanted to play ten, at least 10 years with us. Seven. Right. I'll, I'll take seven at this point, you know? Yeah, and I think also just knowing you play a contact sport in football, quarterback being so important. I mean, as much as you want to say you're going to play 10 years, I, I don't think it's wise to give any football player a 10-year contract. Right. Uh, so, you know, you, you don't want to bite off more than you could chew. I mean, seven years is even a long time or, you know, the deal that he got here currently. So I'm interested in it all as a whole. Uh, but I think, you know, there's a lot of salty Seahawks fans out there Ooh. saying that it's not worth it, which is funny to me that he's washed. But I love it, man. I think it's a good deal. It's also relatively team friendly when you kind of factor in how the escalators and how you know the quarterback pay is going to go up. So I also like the fact that they signed this contract or Russell Wilson does uh, before Lamar Jackson, yes, before sir. Justin Herbert, before a lot of these big guys. You know, we're going to probably get more guaranteed money, higher AAV, but that's not what it's about for Russell Wilson. He got his bag. He'll be fine. And uh, now he's going to lead this team uh, moving forward. I mean, one thing we really got to think about, this is his second extension, right? He got one. He got his first yeah, contract with Seattle. Correct. So now he has another big contract with yep. Denver. So it's not any small feat. This isn't like a Justin Herbert deal where he that, that's going to be his first contract. It's not going to be Lamar Jackson where that's going to be his first contract. This is an extension with another team with that kind of value. I think that's huge. And if you really think about what how everything transpired from last year, um, there was rumblings of him wanting to leave Seattle. Um, Seattle fans did not want to admit it. And then, I mean, this was been this been in the works since 2021. And finally, what do we get? We got Russell Wilson. We got a fourth round 2022 pick. Seattle got a plethora of Broncos players. Or you know, I mean, who did they get? Shelby Harris, Drew no Locke, and no yeah, and picks and some picks. So at the end of the day, man, who has a better end of the deal? I, I think it's got to be the Broncos, and I it's more so because like you don't I don't think you can ever really trade away a franchise quarterback and say you quote unquote won the trade in that sense like that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow, and you know it's weird the dynamic between Russell Wilson and the end of his Seahawks run there you know just not necessarily I don't want to say they weren't getting along but like there was it was just ready like you know what I'm saying I think it was just like time to kind of move on you know do your own thing I'll do mine type of situation I don't understand why that necessary i mean i guess i do i mean who plays their whole career with the franchise right i mean it's it's natural for people to go to different places so i don't know man i i think it's um a win for the broncos you know assuming he can stay healthy i think that's kind of the biggest question mark but i mean you look at seattle i mean what they, the, the draft picks right that's what you got back i mean i don't think noah fant or drew lock are going to set the world on fire i mean you got geno smith starting over drew lock that's all right. you need to know no fant still can't block exactly i mean shelby harris is probably the best player that we gave up for um, in within the trade and itself, and he's in the middle of his career, exactly, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's you know, the, the thing with the Seattle side of it is 
like you said, it's time to move on. There, were, both sides were seem to be ready, but Seattle fans are so salty about it. I don't know if it's the seawater over there or if it's like the type of food that they eat or something, <laughs> but they just seem really salty. And it's like, guys, two months ago before this happened, you were praising Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, why did you qu- uh, change so quick? I don't know. I think I think at the end of the day, what this extension proved to me is he's coming in as a team-friendly deal which everybody said he wasn't gonna said every, russell wilson was gonna come in and get his money and while he did get his money but he came in with a really good deal for the denver broncos and his career i mean he's always going to have an opportunity to restructure down the line that's right. that's the thing with the nfl is you see this big number but then you look at the guarantees and it, it's you know it's it's an open contract so um you know i know uh, one thing i gotta look at over here is not only just the Broncos, but what does this mean for, you know, Jokic is signed till 2028, one yeah. of the biggest contracts in the NBA. Russell Wilson locked in through 2028. Kel McCarr through 2027. Landeskog through 2029. Jamal Murray through 2024. Pat Sertain to at 2025. And, I mean, Nathan McKinnon, he's coming soon. Yeah. Roman, and I, Roman was on um, just a segment ago, and he was talking about 96, 97 all over again. And I would call this the golden age 2.0. This is the time where this is championship pro for Denver. What are your thoughts about that? You, you know, it certainly fits that mold. And even if we want to take it back a little bit, I mean, the one team we didn't mention there is, of course, the Rockies. But I mean, you look at it from the last couple of years ago. I mean, it's a little further now, but the Rockies made the postseason, what, 17, 18. They've kind of been washed ever since. But, you know, as the Rockies were doing their thing in the postseason, right, you see the foundation being laid for the Avalanche. You see the foundation yep. being laid uh, for the Nuggets as well. And then the Broncos, you know, kind of joined the party. And it's 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 a great time to be a Denver sports fan. And at the end of the day, I mean, you're sitting here with, you know, the stand, the defending Stanley Cup champions in the Colorado Avalanche who are really on the brink of potentially, you know, stringing together hopefully a, a couple more championships with how young that team is. You mentioned guys like Kale McCarr, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog. I mean, the core is in place for years to come with the uh, with the Avalanche. you got a back-to-back MVP in Nikola Jokic, and now you've got a Denver Bronco football team that, you know, on paper we'll see how they stack up once the games start getting played, but, you know, they got a leader of men there in Russell Wilson. I mean, it, it's, it's not... You could envision, you know, for the first time since Peyton Manning, sorry, uh, you know, an opportunity for this team to contend for a Super Bowl. And I mean, it's been quite some time since you've been able to have that feeling. So, you know, to have all of these teams playing well at the same time and the football team, the hockey team, the basketball team, and still having a great ballpark to go get your beer at, you know, uh, and the baseball team as well. Right. It's a great place, a great time to be a Denver sports fan for sure. Do you see the Nuggets parallel? Being parallel with the Broncos right now, with the foundation, the team, you said leadership with Jokic, uh, leadership with Russell Wilson. Uh, do you think the Nuggets have the corresponding pieces as the Broncos do to make, uh, you know, we're, we're saying a Super Bowl yeah. run or the Nuggets going to uh, the championship? I, I think to a degree, I mean, I think that this is the best chance the Nuggets have ever had to win an NBA championship. That's the way that I'll kind of phrase it. And I, the reason I say it that way, too is I think the NBA is the hardest sport to win a championship in. I, I think you can read. you can build a team in the NFL, you know, through the draft and you know take your time that way. Market doesn't matter as much all the time. Baseball draft develop, uh, hockey draft develop, basketball. I mean, the free agency kind of period dictates so much of who's relevant. I mean, you got to tip your cap to Golden State. You know, as as annoying as people as as annoying as they are to kind of the general public right now in the NBA circuit, you know, they built that thing from the ground up, you know, with the exception of the two KD years. Uh, but this last championship, you know, that's through the draft. That's what Stephen Curry guys that they drafted. I think the Nuggets, you know, if they I think of all the four major sports teams as bad as the Rockies are and as much as they can't get out of their own way. I still think the Nuggets have the type of uh, the, the, the steepest mountain to climb to get a championship, in my opinion, just because of the nature of the NBA. 
very good point. The nature of the NBA, it is a steep mountain to climb. You know, yes. I think of it like when you're playing Mortal Kombat 2 and that mountain's <laughs> just that peak. Yep. And you have to really get up there. That's the NBA. The NFL, the the mountain crumbles. You know, it, it changes. It changes year Every after year. year, yeah. And hockey, I mean, you'll see a little bit of dynasties here and there. But in baseball, I, I, I can't. Maybe next segment, Andrew's going to be able to help me understand a little bit about this baseball mountain because I can't get it's, it. Uh, it's definitely the most complex of the mountains, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Man, what do you got going on? You and Cody are doing an yeah. awesome show with the afternoon. Well, thank you, yeah. thank you, man. Yeah, afternoon drive, four to six p.m. right here on My Life Sports Radio. So uh, once I'm done with you, I'll go put some show notes together, do some research about Russell Wilson. We're actually going to probably have a similar discussion about, you know, is this the golden era of Denver sports? You so. can copy my notes, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you, could, you know, shoot me a little email. That'll be good. I'll just here you go, copy paste. But um, no, man, it's been fun. You know, four to six p.m. Cody knows about as much about the Broncos as anybody in this market. So it's been a joy to work with him. You know, Monday through Friday, I feel like I'm learning a lot. And I, you know, I can get a little like loose on the air sometimes too. So it's nice to have somebody who's a little bit more buttoned up with uh with the knowledge. I feel like we balance each other out in that sense. So uh, it's been fun. We got college football this weekend, so I'll be uh, yes, sitting on the couch getting some betting in. You a college football guy? I'm actually not like I I, Me I, neither. I, I am a general college football guy, right. but like I am not like a hardcore. Like I don't have a team. So. But, Maybe you and I could be on this uh, thing. If uh, you want to get into it together, my man. Tony, Tony um, does college football Fridays with yep. the fan cave and big UCF guy. Well, you big really? Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing with Tony is he's going to help me find a college football team this year. Okay. Find my alliance. You know, right now I've been looking at like strange teams like Hawaii or Wake Forest or whatnot. Hawaii's a fun one if you like to gamble because they're always on late night. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. the fun team. <laughs> that's how I would. And the Rainbow Warriors. I mean, what more do you want, man? Have you seen their logo? Yo, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I see they're building like a new stadium and everything. I don't know, like, it's always been hard for me because I grew up in Southern California where, like, USC and UCLA, like, eh. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't really care about it out there. And then my folks are from the Northeast where college sports really aren't as popular. And then you see the so, South, you know. And yeah. <laughs> well, I had a buddy who went to Alabama for college. And I remember uh, my buddy out here in Colorado and I, we went to go visit him. It was uh, Alabama versus Mississippi State, which, like, is a bigger game, you know, SEC and whatnot. But it's not like Alabama-Auburn. It, I was in disbelief at how many people were there, man. man. It, is, it is a religion out there. It's a really yeah exactly and like they'll fill up stadiums more than in professional football teams and tailgate parties are just it's it's like a landmark you can see it from yeah. space it's crazy no it's incredible <laughs> um my man I gotta ask you because um, uh, Andrew behind the glass is a big wrestling fan do you watch wrestling as well? I do not as much as probably you guys do but I am I, I'm more so in it for the nostalgia factor at this Same point here. like I don't watch a lot of the uh, the modern iteration of stuff but like I saw a funny tweet yesterday it was from. Uh, uh, when it was still uh, World Wrestling Federation, it was like the ending to one of the SmackDown episodes, and it was like, like just like all the different wrestlers like doing their signature moves, one on top of another, one on top of another, and it ends with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then it's uh, Mr. McMahon kind of chuckling and smiling at him, fade to black. Yes, and uh, you know it, when I was doing the show, and Andrew was my producer, we used to play uh, the DX intro music for our Degeneration Nation segment for betting. So I think I stole that. Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> steal it, man. As you should. It's, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful song. Kind you of didn't a, steal a, it. I carried it over. There you go. He's carrying on a legacy. Thank Look you, my man. Pass the torch. You did upset Bree with it because she wants to oh, lay play to it. It's the best song out there. We got to yeah. give her her own wrestling song. Hey, man. Bef uh, Anila, before I let you go, man, we got a question for the show, and yeah. it's on a poll on my on the Fan Cave Twitter. Ooh, let me go vote. What is better? What would you rather be more invested in, Mexican bullfighting or lucha libre? As a business, or as a just like fan. as a fan, Mexican bull riding or lucha libre, bull fighting. Oh, bull fighting. Yeah, like, like they're gonna kill each other. The bulls. Yeah, that's that's why this is up. Uh, Roman is over in Mexico, and he said, "Man, have you looked into this?" Like, that sounds violent. He's that's exactly what he said. Sounds He's like, like uh, there's a real life 
deaths going on, you know? Yeah, I mean, that would probably be a little difficult for me to get into because, like, I, I wouldn't want to see bulls, I don't think, kill each other. <laughs> just like I don't, I'm not really into the dog fighting. Although, I'm not going to lie, it's probably me being hypocritical. The cockfighting has always seemed a little interesting, although I don't know what the <laughs> difference is between a chicken and a bull, just the fact that it's a smaller animal. I would probably, I mean, I'm going to say Lucha Libre just because I don't want to see animals die like that. But if it was just like a straight up fight, I'd probably lean the other way because I feel like there's a bunch of wrestling that you can kind of go after. I but it. I mean, protect the animals, man. There you go, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, Lucha Libre, like I told Roman, we are going to get a Mile High Sports crew together and go watch the, I'm down, the next man. Lucha Libre know. fight. So, hey, stay tuned with us, Anilla. Thanks for joining me, man. This Absolutely. is my first solo show. You made this oh, go easy. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Well, you got a good one behind the glass of Mr. Detmer, so you can always bounce your ideas off of him. Solo radio shows where you learn a lot about yourself. Absolutely. You realize how good of a sports fan you are. <laughs> hey, coming up, I, we have uh, Drew Creaseman. We're going to be talking more MLB. We uh, and we're probably going to spend most of the time talking more WWE. We Wrestling. have a big pay per view event coming up, so stay tuned with us. This is Ryan. Uh, just joined with uh, Anilo, uh, who's going to be on with Cody later on on the afternoon drive. Uh, what time again? Uh, four to six p.m. Four to six p.m. Ninety-eight point one FM, one hundred seven five HE three, and MileHighSports.com. Every whatever you feeling, I ain't wasting my time with a bunch of bunch of chameleons. Stand up, stand up. Yeah, go and figure it out. Talk, you getting hit in the mouth? So go and think about it. There's a warm breeze blowing from the North Beach, baby. Why you sitting around wasting time? Let's face it.